Hey, my name is Lo, or at least Lo is what they call me. I'll be your guide through this tale. Now I listen to the stars and I tell you what they say, but sometimes it's not so easy to hear them. If you're looking to hear us all a little more clearly, then go ahead and skip to our 10th meeting. That would be Book 2, Chapter 5. If you want to catch up on what you've missed, then you can listen to our Star Watching Recap episodes or check out our description for our recap notes. And should you be so inclined, you can find a link to our Discord server where you can talk to these boys and other TTRPG enthusiasts and find some maps and art of this world. It ain't easy sitting here, listening, talking. Sometimes I wonder if anyone can hear me or if it's just the night sky. But I hope I found someone. I hope I found you. Kian, you just sent Marigold into the jail to find Lachlan came across his cell on the bottom floor in the far western corner. He had his cloak, you could recognize him by, and not much else. His mouth was covered by a uh, what looked like an old rag, and his hands were tied together. But you know he's in there. Ox, you wait outside. Ophelia waits a little bit further back under the shade of some broken-down closed building. Virgil, you're heading over to the jailhouse to meet up with Ox and Kian. And Henry, what are you doing? Uh, Henry has returned to his house to see what he's got lying around his shop. If there's anything that makes sense to pawn off for money. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And you're hoping to pay off your, your debt to Maggie, correct? Well, that's what Virgil said. Okay. Well, I mean, this is something you'll have to tell me. Have you left anything of worth in your shop? There's gotta be some jewelry lying around, right? Not really anything of particular value. Henry knew that he was going to be leaving for at least a while uh, with Ox and wasn't sure when he was going to be back. So at least for the main part of the shop, he didn't leave anything particularly valuable. Just some odd machinery pieces and other assorted items. You find it as you left it. Nothing particularly unexpected or exciting for you as you rifle through. You might be out of luck. Kian. Marigold comes back to you, sort of shows you what she saw. He sits up, looks to Ox. Not sure how long we're waiting for Virgil, but I saw him, he's in there. Could always uh, hang out by Ophelia and keep an eye on the windows for Virgil. That makes sense. But he would come this way, right? Can't really see him coming any other way out okay. here. Right, let's, let's head back. And he just starts walking. Uh, you find Ophelia there just as you left her. She's sitting cross-legged on the ground and. Feli, her hummingbird familiar, is just sitting on top of her knee, and she's very gently petting her with, like, her pinky finger. I mean, not to... I do think we have Feli. 
Philly flies back immediately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Philly doesn't want to be separated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Philly, yeah, Philly flies back with you. Yeah. Um, goes up to Ophelia. Yeah. Lands on her knee. Ophelia sort of just pets her, looks up at the two of you. I saw him. Oh, good. Do you know where he is? Uh, they've. He's tied up right now. It doesn't look to be like chains or anything. It's kind of hard to tell. He's not answering because they've gagged him. Well, she stands up, dusts off her skirt. Could be worse, I guess. And of all the possibilities that ran through my head. I have an idea, but I'm not really sure if he's in the best mental state right now to keep it secret. If we wanted to wait here, I could change Marigold's shape. Maybe a rat. Something that could chew through. A rag? You don't think, what, Lachlan's in a state to keep it a secret? I'm not sure. I can't tell. We could ask him. I mean, I got some responses. Humming. Just tell him that humming is a yes. Ask if he wants his hands free. But if the guard saw his hands free, I'm not sure if that's the best idea. She looks over to Ox. You think they'd notice? Is he alone in there? Seemed like it. I mean, he could always try to just drape it back over if the guard comes by. I don't think it would hurt to have his hands free. I was worried if he falls asleep or something. He's not really there. That he might not notice if it falls off. It'd be nice if he could untie the gag at least. Maybe get some answers. So we could wait until Virgil comes back and start changing Marigold right now. It takes a while. If you don't mind having a rat, then go ahead. She'd rather fly, but it's okay. I think he sits down immediately, kind of against the wall, hands up, and starts doing the ritual. Ophelia just sort of starts to pace very small circles um, in the shade, glancing over at Keen once in a while to see how it's going. It's back at Ox. Is this... You didn't get out of the jailhouse, right? It was the prison? Yeah. Jail was... I waited there for months before I got put in prison and spent three and a half years in prison. I think if we're looking for an answer from Lachlan now, getting his hands free would be the fastest way to do it. I just don't want to make things worse. Maybe they can't really get that much worse. But they'd like to keep their prisoners able to work. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'll finish up. She glances over at Kian. You can tell she's deeply impatient. Ox has pulled out a cigarette and started smoking. And it takes an hour, right? Yeah. I'd say within that hour, Virgil arrives. He would have had a pit stop on the way. He would have stopped by a post office to drop off a letter for delivery. Okay. After that, head to District 7. And does he want just normal, normal post? Or 
What's the word? What are the options? Expedient? Expedited? Expedited post. What's the difference? I think it's one gold to send it, an additional two to get expedited. And that would cut the travel time in, what, like half? Yeah, it would probably take ten days, uh, especially because you're sending a letter somewhere that's not one of the main uh, post stops. Yeah, why not? So that'd be three gold total. Yeah, and then he'll go and meet up with the boys minus Henry. Okay. You come across the same scene I described. Felia's pacing a bit, Ox is smoking. You're and doing a little chant. Yeah, there's a, there's slowly forming like a little... Are you just whispering cream. like... Rat. Rat. <laughs> <laughs> is this a sign of success or is this... What exactly is going on here? Did you find him? Ophelia waves you over. We're just we're trying to think of something. Um, Kian's hoping maybe to have Marigold chew through the, the bonds. Um, Lachlan's a bit tied up, turns out. Makes sense. I imagine he would be. Uh, seems a little rash, though. I, I managed to speak to the sheriff on the matter, and she seemed amenable to looking into the matter. Okay. So we're invited back tomorrow, and by we, I probably mean just myself to be safe. But we've had a past relationship. Uh, it was a positive one, so a work one, that is. Ophelia's <laughs> sort of laughs when you say that. Anyway, she's willing to look through the paperwork and see what exactly your friend's situation is, and well, she might ask for a favor in return to see him released, but. That is something to go on. Felia sort of freezes. What paperwork? Well, there is, as always, paperwork involved in these things and the rest of criminals, so she agreed to look through and see exactly what it is we have on the situation and determine perhaps how the extent of the favor she will ask of, well, myself. I would not deny some help in this. Whatever it might turn out to be. Wonderful. Alright. What's well, so should we stop the raptoning now? He like looks up for a second, but like shakes his head. Well I think at this point Marigold's almost fully a rat, right? <laughs> She's just a horrible little hybrid. <laughs> yeah. uh, he like he dismissed her. Kind of like a silvery gold light is slowly forming into mm-hmm. a more opaque rat, but it's a little translucent now. Less anamorphs. Yeah, less less anamorphs. I if if I may. Yeah. I imagine it's sort of like an alien appears. Yeah. The same yes. visual. But it's a rat. Guess we wait then. It's been out for a while. How much longer will he be like this? Ten minutes or so. Alright. He nods. So were you just staking out here, or did you learn anything? Do any birds spying? Well, uh, Keen sent Marigold in there, and she did a little snooping around while she was invisible, and that's when she saw Lachlan. So he is in there? Yeah, down in the basement, tied up. Alright. We know we have the right place, that's the first step. And you said you were considering, what, using this rat to... Try to chew through any bonds he's got, I guess. Looks like cloth from what Marigold could tell. 
Well, if we could wait until tomorrow so as not to disrupt this thing with the sheriff, that would probably be wise. Yeah. Ten minutes then. Yeah. <laughs> Ophelia sits down. Ox. Actually, Ophelia sits down. Yeah. Ox pops a squat, like, across from her and, like, takes out his deck of cards. What are they playing? Normally, Ox plays solitaire because it's just him. We all just play Go Fish for ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. Ophelia sort of watches curiously for a moment as you as you pop squat across from her. Uh, but when she susses out what it is that you're doing, she'll she'll join in. She sort of looks at you with a, a little smile and and plays along until Kian snaps out of it with a with a rat. What what does the rat look like? Cream colored rat with little like dusting of. Kind of like a warm brown. Same colors as Marigold. Alright, well, we'll admit I couldn't catch all of what you were saying while I was doing that, but... Well, I was just explaining to these two that I spoke with Sheriff Donna and she's willing to see what exactly happened with your friend. And we could negotiate his release in return for another favor. Not certain what it might be. That may depend on the severity of whatever it is he is accused of. He's petting Marigold a little bit. Well, I guess wait for tomorrow. But do we ask him if he wants his hands released? If he's smart, he can retie them before, maybe loosely. You uh, trust him to do that? I mean, he might be out of it. Four months is a long time, but it also might help if he has his voice back, if he can answer. I don't want this to come off as insensitive, but I think it may be wiser to wait until we know what Donna may ask of us. Perhaps if it is something simple, we can discuss removing the bonds tomorrow, but if he is caught tonight, that may complicate things. Here nods. It's true. He's been in there four months already. I, I think he'll be okay one more night. Well, if, uh, if that's the case, could you give me a moment to let Marigold in? Just leave her in there. Won't tell her to do anything. Just wait with him? Just keep him company. Alright. Alright, I'll be back. And he gets up, looks around, and he has disguise self to just have more generic clothing, changes his hair color, obscures his face a little bit, and heads off. You go back and just ter- tell Marigold to head on in when she finds an opening. Just, I can roll a chance roll. You wait five minutes, ten minutes. How long are you willing to wait, Ian? You could go knock and run. He tells her to go invisible. I think he'll wait 20. Okay. The door doesn't open within 20 minutes. Okay. He'll... He makes sure his disguise looks completely different from himself. And... He goes up to the door. Opens it. And just leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Not suspicious at all. Great. Okay. So... Show those cops. Yep. As you close the door, you hear a, Hey! And the door closes behind you. And you just walk away? Sorry, I thought it was a different place. <laughs> Do you, did you look back in to say that? 
Yeah, he'll like kind of glance over his shoulder. There's a, there is a sort of a front desk type thing, but it's mostly barred off. You see there's just a human sitting behind who looks at you. This isn't the post office, correct? No. Looks the same, I'm new here, so. Sorry, I realized as soon as I walked up. Roll a deception check. Yeah. What's up, I am Kian, 19. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, 17 plus 11, so 28. So good at looking stupid. (laughs) The human man behind the counter gets up. Wait there. They vanish for a second, and then the door opens. They walk up to you. What are you here for? Thought it was the post office. The post office on the opposite end of town. I'm just wandering about. Why don't you come inside? I can give you better directions. Or you could write him right here. He like pulls out a piece of paper. <laughs> Get inside. Don't want to. He reaches out and grabs your arm. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a 20-ass bitch. He <laughs> oh. grabs your arm. Fucking human man. Wait, did this fellow, like, was it just behind a desk and that was the desk door that he opened? I mean, there's a desk with like a window. And to get back there, there's a door. He's not very smart, I can tell you that. Um, yeah, he starts pulling you inside. Oh. Look, what what exactly are you trying to do here? What are you snooping around for? thought it was an interesting looking building. Will you, are you letting him pull you in? Uh, no, he's kind of resisting a little bit. Hey, I don't know what all of this is about. I think right before he gets in the door. Push back for a second. Hey, wait, can you just let me go for a minute? Get inside. I don't want you to take me inside. You can talk inside. Why can't we talk out here? I'm gonna- (laughs) We'll have to do a contested strength. Hold on that 20. Ooh, okay, yeah, so then you break away. Yeah, and he takes like three steps back. I don't want to go in there. And then he just runs. As soon as he gets around the corner, he'll change a disguise to look like a different person, run, try to run around another corner, keep changing disguises. Okay. Did did Marigold get in at least? He told her to go in, yeah. Key and you you run off. (laughs) You can hear the footsteps of the the guard behind you chasing you part of the way, and then, but not not that far, they they stop. And you continue to run and and change, change your parents very quickly. Ox, Virgil. And also Ophelia. You've been waiting for about 25 minutes. Ox has started pacing in that time. Ophelia and Ox are like joint pacing. Eventually, Ophelia, after, I don't know, 25 and a half minutes. Something has gone wrong. Yeah. It shouldn't have taken him this long. How long did it take the first time? Well, we said, we said half an hour. I mean, we decided ahead of time. We're like a couple blocks away mm-hmm. from the jailhouse. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to leave the building and see if I can get a line of sight on the front door. Okay. I've done something foolish. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Want to explain what it is? We don't need to do this. I feel like ascending. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. At 26 minutes. <laughs> Sorry, rewind. <laughs> 26 minutes. Ophelia would have remembered you guys. 
Sending. <laughs> you see Ophelia pull out her little wire and uh, just sort of trace a quick shape with it over her palm. And there's a lavender white glow. Well, are you? You all right? It's been a while. Might have done something stupid. Running away right now. The two of you see Ophelia sort of smile and shake her head. Well, I suppose we should go back. You'll be all right. Are you certain? Not entirely. Was he uh, gonna go back to Simone's or? So Ophelia casts again. We're going to Henry's. Meet us there. Be careful. Um, if you're not there within an hour, I'm going to go look for you. I don't know where Henry's is. I'll be at Simone's. You... You're making a face again. What is going on? I'll meet Kian at Simone's. Two of you go where you're supposed to. And come and find us later. Back in Simone's. At Simone's. I don't know where Henry lives. Well... I guess worst case scenario, you could ask her, she knows. That's true. Send one of us a message, we'll meet up with you. I just, I have a limited amount of times I can send this per day, and I'd like to save it if I need it for something important, like if Kian needs me. So, just come find us there once you've figured things out. Your good friend Henry, and I'll, I'm, he'll be fine. He'd better be, I'd... I think Donna is only good for one favor, so we'll meet up later tonight. Alright. She runs off with a speed that betrays the nervousness <laughs> that you can definitely see. Yeah, we watched that. That is not comforting. No, not at all. You know the way to Henry's? Yeah, it's it's a walk. Well, well that's why we have her. Yeah. I'll just hop up on Orna. <laughs> Offer a hand down to Ox. Excellent. <laughs> Ox takes it <laughs> and oh situates himself comfortably behind Virgil. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ox will tell Virgil <laughs> the directions. Okay. Take a right. After about a right. <laughs> after about an hour, you uh, find yourself back at for you familiar, familiar spot, Henry's home and shop. Can you describe it? Yeah. So Henry lives in a townhouse style building that just takes like a little narrow block of the city. It's three stories tall, has a nice little a word that I'm looking for, like porch, covered porch in the front. And it's not really marked as a shop or anything. The front door is unlocked if you go to try it. It's a nice light, deserty color, almost a yellow. It is almost plainer than I expected. Is this the right place? Yeah, it's kind of misleading. Is there a place around the back I could tie a porna? Not really. The stables would be closer to the train station and more in the center of District 4, which is the tourist district. This is sort of in between 4 and 5, which you know is sort of the more industrial side of the city. I imagine that the streets would have places for people to, at the very least, like hitch their animals, since yeah. riding rideables are common enough. <laughs> yeah. But is there a backyard situation? 
No, it's flanked by buildings. Bill nervously hits her out front. We can keep an eye on her from windows up there. I plan to. And uh, Ox will lead them in through the door. Henry is not downstairs. So the inside of his shop is relatively cozy, or at least it would be if it was filled with more things. When you first enter it, it's sort of barren. A lot of mismatched shelves of mostly wooden, but they look rather empty right now. It's almost like what you might find if you go to a garage sale where people have just brought out their own shelves and things to put knickknacks on. And there's a few spare metal parts, some accessories, and just a lot of random things mm -hmm. um, that one might find in the ocean. Generally items of lesser value, but that some people might enjoy or appreciate. There's a register uh, nestled in the back corner next to a flight of stairs that lead up to a locked door. And uh, Ox takes you up the flight of stairs to the locked door and gives it a little knock. There's a little bit of a bustle on the other side, and then the door is opened. Well, Ox, I'm glad to see that you still remember where my house is. But I see you're two instead of three. Did Kian get arrested? We're not actually certain, but we hope not. Well, I suppose it's better if it's Kian than if it's me. I'd rather not be the one to get arrested. I, your plan was interesting. I definitely had potential, but Oh, you know. it was not mine. Don't give me that credit. Fine, fine, Ophelia's plan. Right, well, come in. I won't leave you standing in the shop, boat. Thank God for that. He just, like, pushes past Henry into the room. Ox nervously comes in behind Virgil. The interior of Henry's home is what you would expect from Henry. It's all French Rococo, pastels, everything is patterned with a gold trim or, like, a faux gold trim that's, like, the wood, like, the... Like lacquered. Golden, yeah, lacquered oh, cool. wood. <laughs> Very keep going. fancy, yeah. Right now you're in sort of a parlor salon with a wall mm -hmm. leading to kitchen. There's a seems to be a small room off to the side. More stairs to go to the third floor. An upright piano. <laughs> and there seems to be three or four relatively large to medium-sized mirrors, but they've all been covered with sheets. You can hear Ox breathe a sigh of relief in the back. Well, you're welcome to make yourselves comfortable. I don't necessarily have the sort of room for four people, but, you know, there's an office space down here, and someone is welcome to sleep on the sofa, or the love seat if you'll fit. Virgil, I think that one might be perfect for you. You know. Or... No, really, I don't think anyone should sleep in my room. That'd be awkward and uncomfortable. There's unfortunately only one bathroom, but I think we can make it work if you know, rotate through in shifts. But definitely far better than sleeping in the inn where we'll have to pay money that we don't have. Because I didn't find any money. Good to let you know, Virgil. Um, so I won't be paying off that uh, debt that I have to Maggie anytime soon until we make more money, unfortunately. Virgil walks heavily across the floor, like armor clicking to the love seat and he sits down and just like kind of jabs the end of his sword into the floor. <gasps> oh, are you done? Well, you've kind of made a statement, so I suppose I can finish for now. Yes. Wonderful. Okay, so in an hour we check in at Simone's and hopefully we find Keen there. And our jail situation remains with one prisoner. 
I couldn't help but notice your shop downstairs was oddly deserted. Not what I expected, but there is plenty of floor room, so I don't suppose you would mind if I brought Orna in from outside, would you? No, I don't think so. She seems very professional, well behaved. I mean, Delilah sleeps up here with me, so it's not like I'm opposed to having animals inside. We can move the shelves aside, make it a little more stable-like area. But nice. you might be agreeable, and he just gets up and goes downstairs. <laughs> when you look outside, you actually see someone. It looks like they're inspecting Orna. In what way? Looking at her. She's a big girl. They reach out I know. and touch her flank. They're just looking at her. He opens the door, not loudly, but enough that they would notice. And just goes over to untie the rope. They walk quickly away as, as you approach. Good evening, and he just leads her inside. Shuts the door and locks it. Back upstairs, Henry will lean in towards Ox. So aside from the key and thing, did something happen that put him in a mood? Virgil? Yes, Virgil. I mean, I don't know how his conversation went exactly with the sheriff, but it sounds like he's got us a favor. Well, then it couldn't have gone too poorly. Would it be tactless if I asked him about his sour attitude when he comes back up? I don't think it would make his mood any better. Well, then I think it's worth a shot. <laughs> Virtually, you walk back upstairs. <laughs> oh, he spends a good ten minutes with Orna, getting her all laid down. Like, he'll lay out his cloak, combing his fingers through her fur, putting some braids in. Of course. <sighs> And if he hears the boys rustling around upstairs, he'll give her like a little kiss on the snoot and go upstairs. Virgil, did you find everything agreeable for Orna downstairs? I did, and it's, it is a nice open space. I appreciate you allowing us to use it. Well, of course. I mean, I'm sure you saw the state of my shop, and I didn't leave much behind. I knew I'd be away for a while with Ox, you know, traveling, and so... It's generally not the best idea to leave a bunch of valuables alone in your house. At least not on the first floor. It's a lot harder for people to see up. Wise decision. Did you find anything to pay back your debt? Unfortunately not, no. Do we have any ideas for how to appease Maggie then? Well, we have an entire month to think about it. It's not like she demanded the payment tomorrow. So, not in dire straits just yet? Not just yet. I'm sure we'll figure out something. If I could give you a word of advice, don't wait the whole month. I think that was more of a grace period. It might come off a little bit, um, you know, thoughtful if you returned your debt to her in a couple of weeks instead. Couple of weeks, months, same difference. Besides, it takes two weeks. DM, correct me if this is incorrect. Okay. I'm just talking about my egg. Henry's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, it takes at least two weeks, as so long as the trains don't get held up, for her to make the trip all the way from here back to Dawning. So then another two weeks from there back, that's a month already. So I can't possibly see her getting back here magically in any sort of time. I mean, she could go magically, but I... The Sheriff, she's not a wizard, is she? Not to my knowledge. Then we're perfectly safe for Maggie magically appearing any time between now and a month from now. You are counting on the fact that she intends to return on the train to Donning. She could just stay in town, have a vacation with her wife. I'm sure they have other engineers. 
Not in somewhere. Who wants to stay in somewhere? Come on. You are staying in somewhere. No, I'm living in somewhere that's different. Very different, actually. Well, she probably lives here now, right? Since she's with the sheriff and all. That would be my guess. Let's aim for three weeks. Does that sound agreeable? <laughs> three and a half weeks. Three weeks, agreed. Right. You drive a very hard bargain, Virgil. Are you sure you don't want to come, you know, try out shopkeeping? It could be fun. I don't think that is exactly my calling, but I appreciate the offer. Are you asking if you can employ me a second time? Is that what's going on here? I'm not working retail. Well, it's not exactly retail. This isn't dawning somewhere. I just... Never mind, don't worry about it. What exactly is your angle here? You're talking in tongues and that's... Not terribly unusual, but the direction, perhaps? Henry wants to go back out into the ocean. Alright. Is this to do with your curse situation? Or is it just a general antsiness? For finding more stuff to sell. It's the fastest way we can make a good bit of coin. Oh, so you are being responsible then? Yes. This is about Maggie, right? Yes. Insight check. <laughs> it's totally about Maggie. It's he's definitely about Maggie. He's totally going to pay Maggie back. Definitely. Nine. Eighteen. It's not about Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look down to the lower right when you are lying. So, something for you to work on, I suppose. The upper left will not help. Well, I'm always... Looking to learn something new, so thank you. Thank you for that. But I mean, you know, I do have rent to pay. It's not free in some way. So Maggie will simply just have to be on the list when I have extra gold to spend. Since she doesn't want my parents' money, so. Which is unfortunate. They really are the best source of billing. Almost like rent. Are you trying to suggest I shouldn't pay rent and that I should pay my rent money to Maggie? Because I don't think that sounds like a very good idea. I'm just saying, if you are willing to consider billing your parents for this, why not ask them to pay for your rent this month? And we go into the oceans, find a couple trinkets, pay back your ex. Seems a little simple. You know, you seem to care a lot about the whole paying back Maggie situation. You could handle it. It's almost as if it is the right thing for you to do. I just don't exactly see why you're invested in the situation. I rode the train too, you know. Well, yes, but I don't think that she wants you to be the one to take responsibility. I think I'm the one she dislikes. I think she might hold us responsible as a group. She is also married to the sheriff, whose favor I am currently taking advantage of, so there is that. Right, but all of that happens later. All of this happens tomorrow. I am certain that Maggie is speaking to her wife tonight, and perhaps they might have some coinciding stories to tell, so... Who knows? If we keep them both happy, I think we will be happy. So let's prioritize paying back your debt. What do you say? I'll look into it. Wonderful. I'm gonna sit down in the love seat because it's mine, I guess. Okay. You guys hang out at Henry's house for a while before heading over to Simone's? Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. give it the agreed upon hour. Okay. And Kian, you're just sort of zigzagging your way across town until you Get to Simone's. Yeah. Zoom in. Okay. Zoom in. Then I think Ophelia would get there before you, um, mm. because 
she just went straight home. Yeah. He runs through the door. <laughs> A little out of breath. Simone just sort of waves you away. <laughs> Knocks loudly. You hear just, come in. He opens the door. Sorry about that. I wasn't really thinking of a lie. Um, I might have spoken to a bard. Silly. But it's all fine. Didn't see my face, so... She stares at you for a moment. She's just sitting on the on the bed with Penny. Then <laughs> just sort of hides her face in her hands. It's alright. We Marigold's in there. Couldn't confirm. Well, as long as you're here. Rest your friends will be here soon, and well, we'll see what, what Virgil figured out. I was... pauses for a second and goes and sits next to her on the bed. I was always planning on coming back. Do you know that, right? No, of course I don't know that. It was in the note. It was not in the note. <laughs> oh. You yeah. sure it was in the note? I don't know what you... Ex she gets up. Walks over to the corner, shoves aside some like coats and clothes that were there, and you see a, a mandolin. The strings have all been cut, and she reaches inside and pulls out a crumpled up piece of paper and tosses it to you. What was I supposed to get from this? He opens up the note. Uh, it just says, sorry. Scrawled very quickly. Right, um, I seem to remember have written, having written, more words than this. That's what you left us. <laughs> I just wanted a few weeks. Think about it. Maybe longer. Oh, okay. Um. <sighs> Crumples the note up and puts it in his pocket. That explains some things. Philia, I'm sorry about. I don't know. I'm. This is all very complicated, and to be honest, I probably wouldn't be here if I didn't know he was in jail, so that's fair. Um, but we're gonna get him out. Make sure we get him out. She nods. You think they've been feeding him in there? Of course not. So I don't know how he's gonna be. She sits back down on the, on the edge of the bed, a little further away from you. It means your eyes are tearing up a little bit. They mustn't know. I, there's no way they wouldn't know. It's been four months. He can't eat what they give him. I know. Virgil said he has paperwork. What kind of paperwork? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he knows. Unless you think you know something. I'm just ready for this to be over. You know, we always... Locke and I, we always said if one of us was stupid enough to get caught, the other, the other one would... Just leave, and of course we both knew neither of us were going to just leave if one of us got caught. But I've just been here, useless, for the past four months. He probably thinks that I've gone. I just want to get him out of there, and then you can apologize if you want to. And it just... She looks over at Yukian. You don't have to stay with us. Right? I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I'm going to get him out. I'm going to get him out. Must that figure it out? Virgil's plan doesn't work. It's gonna get out of there. Yes. Where's the carriage? 
everyone else. And Lizzie. I mean, that was always the plan. He would take everyone out of danger if something happened. Okay. My new friends know about me? I'm not sure exactly what happened. I didn't think it worked like we all thought it did. You saw me in the sun today. I was wondering about that. It's not your cloak. It's just a normal cloak. Wonderful. I'm trying to find out more. Something's definitely different. But I don't think I need blood. Good. Good. So, um... I'm not saying that I don't have something to apologize for. You can save it for Lachlan. But I'm also saying... I'm not happy with him. You don't know what you're talking about. I think I do. It's a pretty good idea. He never said sorry, so... It's probably around this point that the rest of you would arrive back at the inn. And... Kian, Ophelia, also. Hear a knock at the door, will you? Ophelia sort of jumps. Wipes her cheeks. I think your friends are here. Is it rude if I ask for my mandolin back? No. It's yours. There's another Actually, knock at the door. <laughs> Ophelia gets up and walks over. Opens the door. Everything alright? Come in. Yes, is everything alright? Yes. Keen's here. He gets a little wave. Not arrested. We get in and close the door. <laughs> no new arrests. So tomorrow you'll... Go back to the sheriff and... Yes, I will speak with her and see what is to be done about your friend. Or what exactly she might ask for in return. Alright. Good. Kian, what did you do that made you have to run from the law? I didn't, uh... It's fun. It's fine. They didn't see my face. I'm my real one anyway, so... Well, I'd like to know ahead of time what kind of crime you committed. I just opened a door. Well, what kind of door? Like a prison door? A cell door? The outside door to the main lobby of the prison. Jail, actually. Ah. So not technically illegal, but not necessarily encouraged. Alright. I just wanted to talk more, and I did not want to talk more to them, so I might have run away at that point. It wasn't the most well thought out plan. Did you accomplish what you needed to? She got in. I can't exactly get confirmation, but I'll call her back tomorrow. Alright. Let's spend the night flying low then. Well, of course you're welcome to stay here if you want. Well, personally, I'd like to spend my night in my own bed. But I'd also rather not be separated from all of you. So if you're really opposed... But, you know, I did cover all of those mirrors for Ox, and it would be such a shame if my efforts were wasted. You don't have to stay. And it smiles and nods. <laughs> Ophelia smiles and nods back. Well, it might be best to stay at Henry's place since it won't cost anything extra. I agree. You have been accommodating. And you know someone from the sheriff's department or the jailhouse is much less likely to go looking for a suspicious person at a residential area rather than an inn. Well, I'll get Clementine ready. You can go. You'll come back here after 
talking to the sheriff? Yes, we'll fill you in. Thank you. Send anything if you need us in the oh. meantime. Well, goodbye then. It's been wonderful meeting you all. Very strange day. Have a good night. Thank Fox you. Tips his hat. She tips her invisible hat. He leaves without the mandolin. And you all go back to Henry's and spend your night there. For free. Mm-hmm. I will just say, at some point before bed, Keen will just get the mailer's device and just send a quick little message. We're in somewhere, figuring it all out. I sent Marigold to you. She'll be there for the night. Not just a normal rat. You don't hear anything in return. And you go to bed. How comfortable is this love seat, Henry Goodlove? It's a really nice love seat. <laughs> it's well upholstered. I've thought about this. So good <laughs> love seat, two chairs. There is also There is also an office area that sort of doubles as a room, second room. It has I guess what would best be described as a futon like. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there is a second bed. Nice. So you'll have decently comfortable places to sleep in yeah. Harry's house. Ox does, like, so he he's sleeping in two-hour shifts here. And when he's up, he does go down to the shop to kind of poke around, like, Henry's, like, nice little machiney bits to see if there's anything he could work on that would be useful to sell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you find parts, but mostly it's things that um, had little value because they're rusted or just corroded too far to really be put to any use unless you really work hard on them. Uh, it's not like you find any whole engines or like spore glass uh, or anything like that. I mean, maybe you can make something fun, but there isn't anything immediately exciting to you. Yeah. Um, in that case, can we knock off one day of working? Cool. Work on your gun. Work on gun next door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Quietly. Yeah. Yeah. The next day, you all wake up, go about your morning, and Virgil, you head out. I think around eight a.m. he'd get up and go down to the shop area. Is there anyone down there? Is Ox awake? Yeah, Ox would probably be down there, still working. Nod good morning to Ox and head out like into the street to just go through some forms and like wake up mm-hmm. and around like 11 he'd go back inside get his cloak off the floor like put his gauntlets and stuff back on all right i am going to go and speak with the sheriff see what is to be done today um i get the best i go on my own so i'll be back soon hopefully how long should we give you before we get worried i wouldn't be worried i'm not about to do anything foolish. Well, I was thinking less along the lines of you doing something foolish and I don't know if by some off chance you got mugged in the street or something. I mean, not that I don't think you could handle yourself. You seem very capable. I mean, you are very capable. I've seen you. But just in case. Two hours, two mm. and a half. Should be back within two hours. You do not have to come after me. I was planning on calling back Marigold anyway this morning. Send her with you. 
Just tell her if anything happens. She can run back. Maybe a little bit strange for me to return with a pigeon. But right I did enough, not have... she's a rat, so... I did not have a rat yesterday either. She can follow you. She can be invisible. She can go inside a pocket. Into a squirming rat pocket. <laughs> well, there are certain people and groups of people who are familiar with familiars. Or at the very least can become aware of them. Probably not the best idea if you didn't have a familiar yesterday to show up today with a familiar. That was my thinking. I'm simply going to be as honest with her as I was yesterday. I think I'm just going to take myself and my goat and I will be back soon. I do appreciate you looking out for me. The same person is at the desk who just recognizes you immediately. Makes it easier. Yeah, gives you a, a little wave and goes back. Hopefully it's not another 20 minutes like yesterday. About five minutes later. Nice. Door opens. They wave you in. Same room. And yeah, you go back to see Donna. The door is open. She sort of gestures to it behind you as you enter. He closes it. Yeah, he closes it and goes and sits. So, um, then as you asked, look into these papers. You said this is a friend of a friend? As I understand it, yes. That is a way to describe it. How well do you know this friend? Well, about a month now. Good friends then. A whole month. Tell me, do you recognize this symbol? She slides a piece of paper across to you. It looks like... Sort of this swirl that you see op- often representing wind. Mm-hmm. There's like one large one, and then another one going the opposite direction. And then to either side, there's north and south vertical lines, and then west and east horizontal lines. Do I recognize this? Uh, roll a history check. Mm-hmm. If it's anything to do with fey fiends or undead, then I have advantage. Okay. So I will roll once and tell me what to do about it. You said history? Twenty-one. You think you've seen it almost like graffiti, maybe, on a couple of your your journeys mm-hmm. outside the city. You're not incredibly familiar with it, you don't know what it means, but you've seen it around. Have I seen it strictly here and somewhere? Or is this no. elsewhere? You've seen it elsewhere. I have seen this once or twice. It looks familiar. You know anything about it? Only that it seems to be widespread. Yeah, she leans back. Seen around a few times. Suspected some sort of tag, group of bandits or something like that. Bandit tree? Maybe. We're still looking into it. Probably the reason why things are taking so long, but wouldn't be so much of a problem. We get thieves in and out of prison all the time. However, she reaches into the stack of paper again, pulls out another, slides it to you. There's another symbol on this. What's this one? You see five lines with sort of a half circle and a spot above them over what looks like maybe a symbol for some like horns. You know this one? Do I? That one's a 16. Uh, no. It's not familiar. I'm afraid I do not understand this one. Well, looks like your friend of a friend is a come quite a long way to get over here to somewhere. Uh, from overseas. Guess they don't teach you much about uh, guardians outside of Octarius in school. He wasn't supposed to leave. She jabs a finger at the symbol. 
Scallion's very protective of his musicians. I see. So, what, it is this sort of captive situation? No, this is where he's from. You here to hear some? Seder Guardian? Now that she's talking about it, do I recognize what I think you, you would recognize, you've maybe heard that Guardian name before. But, I mean, like she said, a lot of the education is about your own continent, just mm -hmm. because the other continents are so distant. Right. But, yeah, you could, you would recognize the name. An Archfey. Okay. Seder Archfey. And are we as, well, as citizens of somewhere adhering to the rules of this Guardian from so distant a land? No. No. Just means, uh, well, I have three options here. Could, you know, do things as usual, have him serve a sentence as he's supposed to, capture him in somewheres under our jurisdiction. However, I do believe we could receive a impressive reward for returning him back to where he's supposed to be. Or we could go through this deal with you, but do you really want to, uh, only something equal to a guardian's reward? That depends on the value at which you hold my services. Was he caught for an act of petty banditry? Is that why he has found his way into this jailhouse? Originally, yes. Has there been something else? Well, we've learned a thing or two. She leans back and smirks. Like I said, if we, uh, returned your friend, I think we could get some impressive in return. It's up to you at this point, how important he is to you. Well, I heard you were traveling around with Henry Goodlove. Indeed I am. Well, you may know we um, kind of screwed over my wife, my Maggie. I understand that, and I assure you, I am making certain he repays his debt to her. Are you? Yes. I know this isn't completely in your control, but think a way we could all come out of this winners. You don't have to work too hard. Friend goes free. Maggie and I are happy. I don't care much about your methods. Uh, as long as it's legitimate in the end. Um, I want the good loves to uh, hand over ownership of the line from somewhere to Donnie. To Maggie and myself. I mean, she basically keeps it going. It's not under her name, it's under theirs. So you want total jurisdiction over this line? Yeah. And you would see that as equal to the reward from a guardian? Yes, sir. I will see what I can do. Alright. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Pleasure speaking with you as well. I have a good love to speak to. He just gets up with a sigh. Good luck. I might need it. She gives you a little salute. <laughs> as you, as you exit. He like waves over his shoulder. Goes outside and kicks some dirt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lorna, and he'll mount up and make his way back. Okay. I'm gonna be like pulling teeth. <laughs> Ian's doing some pacing. Yeah, he'll walk in and lead Orna into the shop area. Where is everybody? Is everyone still upstairs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ox is upstairs. We have anybody yeah. else now. Okay. He's not being quiet. You can probably hear that he's here. And yeah, he'll head on upstairs. Go sit down in the love seat and like drop his sword, lets it clatter a bit. Well, I have good news for some and bad news for others. 
Won't we get the bad news out of the way first? Or the good news. We'll leave it up to Virgil. Well, for one of you this is good news, for another it is bad, so I will say that first, I suppose. Mr. Goodlove here is the one who will be paying for your friend's release. Really? Everyone seems to be under the impression that I have a lot more money than I actually hold. Oh, it is not about money, my friend. Um, but the sheriff did seem amenable to the release of your friend on this one condition. Henry, you seem to have made a rather colorful impression on Sheriff Donna and her wife. It seems the 200 gold recompense is a start to a larger conversation. Seeing as how Maggie is running the line from here to Donning and back so efficiently, she seems to think that her wife would do a better job having total control over it. And perhaps your parents might be willing to negotiate this. No, I don't think they'd be very open to negotiating that actually at all. I mean... Not even to talking about the partnership? Securing the relationship with someone would be quite a feat, and I feel a track is a rather small price to pay in the overall scheme of things. No, not necessarily. I mean, it's also giving up control of an entire ley line. It's not like it's a small parcel. Besides, Donna, I'm sure she's very, you know, powerful and whatnot within the city of somewhere, but she's just a sheriff. I... Would you like to speak with her and come back saying she is just a sheriff? Well, I don't necessarily mean that in the derogatory sense. I mean, she does a wonderful job, cleans up a lot of crime. Maybe too much crime, considering that she's grabbed poor Lachlan. But my parents have the wealth to maintain the railroad. It isn't as though Magdala is the one who covers all of the costs of employing everyone, and there was a negotiation that went down. I mean, there had to be talks, at least to some degree. Sounds like if you did that, that it would make your parents' lives a lot easier, not having to pay for all the employees. I would say think of it not as selling the line, but going and do business with Magdala. It doesn't really sound to me like they want to go into business. They have been more than happy to give her control over this line in the past, so I do not see as though much has to change besides on paper. Paper can mean a lot of things, you know, it's not really just paper. What I don't understand is why they want the line between here and somewhere, managing all of that, all the bookkeeping, at the very least. I'm sure Donna's busy enough, you know. I imagine that part of it is spite, another is ambition. It is a successful business. Pardon me, I know I'm biased in this all, but um, if she wants the line, She's an engineer, could quite easily take control of it a different way, even just striking, if she has people on her side. Could save the good loves a whole lot of trouble. Do you know her influence? She seemed likable enough. No, not necessarily, but I mean, you're biased in all of this, Kian. You just want me to sell the railroad line so that you can have Lachlan back. You don't mind me saying so, Henry. You are also a tad biased. It's not like you on the line. It's just your family. So, it's not really your decision, but you could help. If you don't mind my saying so, it does seem clear that 
you cared very deeply for Maggie, and perhaps still do even now. Well, she is complicating things right now. Yes, but does that change the way you feel? Maybe a little bit. She did get remarried. It's not like anything's ever gonna going to, you know. That train has departed our station. Yes, but you might be able to settle as friends again. I think she would have shot you if there wasn't a chance for that. I mean, either shot me or... How do I put this politely? I have no idea if my daddy would have hesitated to order someone to have her immediately executed if she had thrown me off of a train or killed me. Maybe we could make a trip to Dawning and we can talk about it then. So Maggie wants me to pay for the train. You know, going to Dawning actually sounds like a terrible idea. Maybe I could ask one of my parents to come down here. That's an equally terrible idea. Actually, you know what? You can forget that I said that. Um, you could write a letter. You could call your parents and talk about this. Henry gets up. He's been sitting in one of the chairs in the salon and makes a walk behind the two chairs. You know, or we could just take this whole business off of the table. It's really very complicated and involves a lot of moving parts and parties that are not myself that I cannot make decisions for. What were the other options? Well, okay. they ransom him back to the place he came from. Or he goes to paradise. What do you mean by that? It means that somewhere across the seas there is a guardian who would pay a handsome reward for Lachlan's return. Well, we're not doing either of those options. I think they would sooner take the reward. I see the hell of a lot harder. Find a way to break him out. Listen, Henry, it is at least worth looking into. If it is a matter of pride, I understand that it might sting, but you're not really losing anything. It might actually be better in the long run for you and Maggie to move on from this. I don't think she's really going to move on so politely. I'm pretty sure she's just going to ban me from ever riding the train up to Dawning ever again. Would you like to speak with her about that? And just yesterday she made it clear that you were able to ride the train, you just had to pay for it. Like a normal passenger. But talking about this as if the railroad has already been sold, it is still under my family name. Ridiculous that I have to even consider the concept of paying for a ride. I mean, especially if I'm visiting Dawning. My parents live there, you know what I mean? You know I could leverage that next time. Have to think of it. You know, normal people have to pay to take the train to go home as well, right? Normal people don't have parents that own the railroad. Well, you can't tell me that Donna won't ride the train for free once, if she owns it, you know. Perhaps Maggie is frustrated that she's doing a lot of the work and that your family gets to ride for free. So certainly there could be some negotiation there. If you are going into this as business partners, perhaps none of you pay to ride your own trains. There is room for discussion here. I don't know, all of this seems unusual. I mean, is one man really worth an entire railroad line? One of the largest? In the eyes of some people, I would say so. I've never even met the man. I understand that. I understand it's a big ask. I understand that you don't really know me. But if you did this, I would be in debt to you. 
Henry takes a look between Ox and Virgil. I'm not entirely sure I need another person indebted to me. If you want to do a jailbreak instead, feel free to join me, but I will be getting him out. Or, you said that they want to ransom him back to where he came from. That's not going to could... be an option. Uh, why not? We could pay for passage back. I mean... I don't think he wants to go back. And it's the same as he is here. Stuck in a place he can't leave. Would I be able to do a history check for knowing about islands in which people are not supposed to leave? Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are islands with cruel guardians. Um, there are islands that are basically like cults where people have to live completely in service of their guardian. There are islands in inhospitable places. I mean, the ones that you've been able to visit are the are the open islands. The ones that have train tracks going through them. The ones that are interested in trade or relationships with people from, you know, outside. Some islands don't even allow diplomats or representatives in to talk about even considering building train tracks there. So I take it then that he comes from one of those exceptionally closed-minded islands. Yes? And some back to yes. Right, well this is quite a pickle then. I'm... I mean... I could arrange to speak with Maggie personally and see exactly what it is she's looking for and what you might be wanting to negotiate for in return. There is no harm in the conversation. That's definitely not true, but if you're willing to come with me, I'd be willing to talk to Maggie and Donna together. So that it's not just myself and Magla left alone in a room. I'd rather that not be the case. That was not my intention. Excellent, we're on the same page. We could arrange a meeting, but only so in far as they understand that I do not represent someone with the capacity to directly self-align to them. I think they would understand that, and perhaps there is some future dialogue for you to have, both with them and with your parents. Right. Probably, sure. Are you hesitant to speak with them on this matter? You have seemed a little um, reluctant to contact them. I just don't like contacting them with bad news. You know? I suppose I can understand that. Doesn't reflect well on me. So. Perhaps you could frame it as positive? Yes, you're reconciling with Maggie and between your family and hers, you stand to make a great deal of profit. Just frame it differently. Seems like your parents are good businessmen. Just depends on which one I talk to. But, at the very least, I'd be willing to talk to... I'd be willing to have a conversation with Donna and Maggie and Virgil. So let's start there. So, Henry has agreed to speak to Maggie and Head Sheriff Donna. Are you going to just head back to Donna's office? No, he's going to do this properly. He'll like write a little note. We'd be willing to talk, like, let's set up an appointment. Virgil will go and deliver it to the front desk. Okay. Uh, you deliver to the front desk. The The same person is still there because it hasn't actually been that long. Um, Virgil looks very tired. <laughs> <laughs> they just give you a, a knowing nod. Um, head back and, and bring it to her. Uh, and. She actually returns with the 
open letter in hand. Now's a good time. Right. I will fetch them. Alright. I think also, as soon as Virgil leaves, Keen's going to grab Ophelia, like, mm-hmm. to the, bring to the group. Okay. She, she still seems to be very, sort of, impatient and kind of like a tiger in a cage. Like, she doesn't really know what to do, and she wants to do something, clearly, so she just sort of nods as you tell her, and impatiently waits for Virgil to come back. Yeah. Wait, so is everyone at Henry's shop now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'll come back and look directly at Henry. She's willing to meet now. Well, it's so timely, of course. Well, I suppose let's get this over with then. I hope going in we will have a bit of a more positive attitude, but it's a start. Right. Let's go. When you arrive, there are four chairs set up in the room. It's sort of crowded at this point, and... Both Donna and Maggie are there, sitting next to each other. They kind of are mirroring each other, arms crossed, sitting back in the chairs as you walk in. Virgil sits down with his sword across his lap and just... <sighs> big sigh. Maggie nods to you, Virgil. Henry sits down with Virgil, very rigid, straight-backed, which is not his normal sitting, but you know. <clears throat> Maggie clears her throat. So. I didn't think this would happen quite so uh, quickly, to be honest. Honey, you're willing to consider this? I'm interested in why you're interested in the line between Donning and Somewhere. Because you, you must understand, I'm not entirely sure what all has been said to all of you, but I'm not a direct line to the good love and good love assets, necessarily. I mean to say that I don't officially own any stake in what happens with the company, so I'll be relaying everything to my parents, who can make an official decision. I understand that, but I also know they'll do a lot for you, Henry. If you ask them, if you mean it, if you seem like you do. Right. They will. And I think it's not so strange that I'd like to have my name on the line that I run. Well, I, I mean, it's a little strange. Not because it's you, I, I mean, just because what do you really benefit from running a rail line? You know, there's a lot more involved in it than just driving a train back and forth. It's a lot of paperwork, boring diplomacy. I'm aware I'm, of that. I mean, are you really willing to go to so many meetings with so many uptight folk? I am. I've been around plenty of uptight folk. Donna is just watching this like a tennis match. Virgil's <laughs> <laughs> gripping his sword so <laughs> I mean, you'll have a lot of work to do that'll pull you away from the line. It will be much less exciting than simply running it as an engineer, you know, and leaving the boring business aspects up to my parents. I don't find it so boring. Then why are you still an engineer? You can do both. No, I really don't think there's time for both. I mean, why do you think I'm down here? I didn't want to waste, uh, spend, spend all of my time in donning with business matters. 
Well, I'm not asking you to do it, Henry. Well, I just want you to know what you're getting into, you know. I mean, last time it was such an uninformed decision, I'd really like- I know exactly what I'm getting into. Does your wife? Yes. To, to be clear, we are talking about a amicable business partnership, yes? Not a competitive sense? Sure. How about this? You can ride the train for free. You don't have to pay me that 200 gold. If this works out. I'm not trying to keep you from going home. I mean, you sort of were when you wanted to throw me off of the train. That would have I didn't throw you off the train. But you wanted to. She sort of clasps her hands together in her lap, takes a deep breath. I didn't want to throw you off the train. If I wanted to, I would have. I understand that you don't understand why I would want this, but I do. I run this line. You haven't talked to me for years. I know how this kind of thing goes. I've been more involved in it than you may know. I don't want to deny your intelligence. You know, I'd be foolish to say that you're not well knowledgeable in these sorts of things, you know? It just puts me in a very precarious situation. It's sort of negotiation I would be, you know. What? Asking my parents to give the line to an engineer and the sheriff. It would, it's... If you don't mind me cutting in here, I think it would simply be a matter of asking your parents to give the line to a close family friend. Are you a close family friend? You'll have to forgive me, but they don't really talk about you. <laughs> well, maybe friend's not the right word. But we certainly have a relationship. You know they wanted to keep me quiet after everything. So we talk. What do you mean by keep quiet? They don't want anything to poorly reflect on their name after what you did. So I didn't really talk about it. And maybe if we have this um, arrangement, I can continue to keep my mouth shut about things. This is starting to feel a lot like blackmail. <laughs> uh, Virgil sinks into this chair, just like an inch. <laughs> maybe inch and a half. Maggie sort of sighs. Her face softens a bit. Not it's very hard to talk to you sometimes. Like I said before, you might not get it, but it is something that I want. And apparently you want something from this too. You can gain more from this. I'll let you ride the line as much as you want. And say no, but if you're going to refuse to listen, then I'd like to just end this now. I can pass along the message for you that you're interested in purchasing the line. I mean, sure, my friend gets something out of this, but I just fail to see how it will necessarily benefit my parents in any way. Well, that's where the part that sounds like blackmail comes in. Our relationship can continue to be a 
positive one. Maybe improved. Right. Well, could you give me a little time to send a letter to my parents and see what they think of all of this? I mean, it doesn't all have to happen now, so long as you don't kill my jailed friend. Now he looks over at Donna, sort of curiously. Donna shakes her head. We don't have plans to do that. That's not how we run things. Very good. Um, Yes, that'll give me the time I need to make proper business arrangements. Perhaps in the interim we could arrange some visitation rights. Would that be amenable? All right. Just, uh, Donna looks at Henry and back to you. Don't try anything funny. I don't exactly do funny. I'm not in a very good position to be funny right now. Neither of you are. We do appreciate your timely cooperation. And we will get to writing that letter immediately. Yes, as soon as I get home. Thank you. And you let us take a look at it before you send it. It is not so long a walk. I could just stop by on the way to the post office, sure. Donna nods. Or smiles. Alright. Thank you both for uh, considering this arrangement. I think it'll be beneficial to all of us. Yes, thank you. Well, let's get on our way, Virgil. We've got a letter to write, or I've got a letter to write, you know. Yes, we do. He just stands up and, like, bows, like, deeper than is required. <laughs> and walks out. As the two of you get up to, to leave Donna's office. Virgil. This doesn't work out. We can think of something else. I do appreciate that. Thank you. She nods. Close the door behind you. Yes, ma'am. He does. <laughs> when we're outside, Virgil will stop, like, next to Orna with his hands on the reins. I do apologize for getting you wrapped up in this. It was never my intention initially to make you pay for all of this. I expected going into this that it would be my favor to return. It is not. And I realize we are contracted to work together for the time being, but know that I do owe you for this. Well, I do appreciate it. I also don't exactly think this is entirely your doing. I mean, they just seem to see an opportunity having myself in the picture. I'm sure they would never have asked or negotiations for an entire rail line. I will entertain them and send a letter, but it just doesn't feel appropriate to write an amazing, glowing review. I mean, sounds like there might be some animosity between Magdala and my family. It extends beyond myself. I do. I mean, myself moving to somewhere was supposed to be clean slate business. It's not like I stuck around in Dawning to make myself known. No, but you did not exactly wrap up that loose end. I had to know that would come back at some point. I didn't think it would come back so messy. I thought it would be more contained between myself and Magdala. But now the sheriff is involved and my parents are involved and you're involved and Lachlan's involved. There are far more moving parts than I'd originally anticipated. Regardless, 
was my actions that initiated this mess with the sheriff, so I apologize for my part in it. I will owe you this favor. I suppose we'll negotiate that part later when it becomes more relevant. No. One contract at a time. It is unusual, though. The whole blackmailing aspect. Have you never been blackmailed before? Oh, no, goodness, I've been blackmailed before. But I didn't expect Maggie to be the one to do the blackmailing. She will make quite the shrewd businesswoman when it comes to the train tracks. Well, I suppose she'll have to find my daddy for that role. Do you need a moment to recover from me saying daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Every time. I almost kept it together, but I didn't. <laughs> well, let us hope they become at least amicable partners. We'll see about that. Now, do you want to walk home or do you want to ride? I'll actually take a minute for a walk, if you don't mind. Alright. Nothing suspicious, I just want to compose a letter in my head before I actually put pen to paper. Don't be too long. I promise I won't be doing as Kian does and disappearing into the depths of the city in the night. That seems to be a pattern with this group, so let's break it here. I agree. He'll hop up on Orna and head back to Henry's shop. Yes. You go on your stroll? Yes. Are you, are you lying, Henry? Henry was not lying this time. Yes. He was just <laughs> walking home, thinking about uh, what he's going to put in that letter. So when we get back, update Kian and Ox. And Ophelia. And Ophelia on what you've... What has transpired. Yeah, I'll fill them in on that tense conversation. <laughs> and let them know that Henry will be back soon. He's just, um, taking some time. I know it's not an immediate release, but... It seems as though the sheriff is willing to at least let us see him. And it is... Well, once Henry sends this letter... It may be a guaranteed thing, and if not, there. she did make it clear that there would be another option. She could ask something else in return if this is truly beyond Henry's doing. Did he say when we could see him? Well, I assume if we... After we send this letter, we get Donna's approval, and she speaks to her employees today. Is that alright? He looks to Ophelia. And you're sure this whole thing can be trusted? Yes. For her position, Donna is a very responsible, capable person. She would not lie about this. Did they say anything about what they know about him? Well, um, they said they picked him up for what sounded like petty banditry. Um, she showed me a symbol and he'll like draw out Actually, a pretty good replica of the symbol of the wind and the arrows. A little something like this I've seen it around. I'm not going to pry into that, but I believe that is why he was arrested. Perhaps someone tipped him off. She stares down it, nods. But as I understand it, things became a little more complicated when they realized such a large ransom could be received in return for him. At least when it comes to his island of origin. She looks over at Kian. And he's also, he like looks at her. What do you mean? Only that the place he is from seems to be reluctant to let its citizens go. I don't know either. 
No. Is that all they said? Should there be more? Possibly, yes. If this is something important, you may want to share it now. It's not necessarily important to you, just... I'm just worried about him. I'd like to get him out sooner rather than later. It's... it's important. It's... out. He's not exactly suited for... prison life. Is there something we can do when we visit him to make it somewhat easier in the interim? I don't think that you should visit him. I will be there under the sheriff's word. If your friend is going in and you are worried about her being recognized, I think it would do her a favor to have someone of positive repute. Do you have positive repute? With the sheriff, yes. Alright. She looks at Keen again, sort of nervously. I think he looks lost. He's staring at her. That letter will take some time to both arrive and be discussed. Something like this won't happen quickly. If he has that much time. Look, whatever it is, if your friend has some sort of illness, the sheriff is not going to just let him die in prison. What exactly is wrong with your friend? There's nothing wrong with him. Except that he's been in a cell for the past four months. Kieran. There's nothing wrong with him. We have, for many years, done a surprisingly decent job keeping eyes off of us, and now we have the good loves involved and we have the sheriff involved. I don't know about either of you, she looks to Ox and Virgil, you're involved as well. And it just makes me very nervous and I don't want to make it worse than it already is, if that's possible. I'm nervous too. I don't want to make it worse. I just don't think that we have all of the time. Can we? Walk in the door and get hit with that question. <laughs> well, maybe I could find someone. Or I understand that something such as a sending spell only needs uh, the image, the visage of a person. I do have a professional painting of my parents. Would that be enough? You want me to talk to them? Uh, well, no, it doesn't have to be you necessarily. I mean, you just said you wanted to keep yourself on the down low. However, if I was able to find another sort of wizard warlock sending sort of person, I could have them do it for me. I'd involve another person into this. Yes, maybe. Never mind. How did you contact your parents on the train? A sending stone. To your parents. Yes, but it's terribly inefficient if you want to communicate anything complex. You can only have 25 words once per day. It makes for very awkward conversations. If you need to say anything more than, hello, I'm running home with milk. 25 words is better than nothing, don't you think? Perhaps if we understood the need for expediency. Look, they've got him locked. In a dark cell at the bottom of the jail, with his hands tied. I he can't speak and that he can't can. talk to anybody. However, there are a lot of clues here. You were expecting there to be some other charge he was picked up for. There's 
and you are worried about him running out of time in this jail, there is just a lot clearly that we don't know, and if you want Henry to deliver such an important business decision in 25 words, I think perhaps he deserves a reason. It is rather unusual. I mean, the darkness for most people is not lethal. Neither is having the hands tied. Neither of those are lethal to him. He can't talk. He's been in there for four months alone. He's a vampire, alright? He's a vampire, he can't eat! Was that so fucking hard? That's alright, that's fine. Who cares that he's a vampire? I mean, it makes sense now. He like, wouldn't be eating, what, breadcrumbs and what do they give them? Stale cheese and whatever else prisoners eat. That makes, yes. You really think that we're going to go parading around town? Hello, Lachlan, in the prison, the jail cell! Alright, voice down. Oh, please, no one can hear me here except maybe Delilah and Orna. Yes, he's a vampire. The one, the one right over there. Sorry, 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 sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. 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 So sorry. Go on. But really, Ophelia, you have my word that I'm not going to be telling anyone. Especially not Donna and Maggie, I mean... They probably know. Or if they don't know already, they're going to find out very soon, considering the fact that he can't eat anything they give him. I have had a very long four months to sit in this lovely room and go over the various possibilities of what one could do with a difficult-to-kill prisoner who wishes to withhold information. And I have been very worried about him, and I would like him to be out. And now that it's clear that he's someone of interest, I fear it will get worse. So, forgive me for asking the favour of speeding this up a little bit for my friend. If you have a way of making this go faster, I'd appreciate you using it. I will use the sending stone today and tomorrow. So show me this painting and we'll think of something to say. All right. So Henry will take Ophelia into the office mm -hmm. where Ox has seen it, but there is a like a medium mm -hmm. size painting of both of Henry's parents looking very, <laughs> how should I say, typical nobility type. Mm -hmm. Ophelia looks up at the painting, nods. <laughs> Lovely. All right. It was a gift. I'm sure you can tell. Yes. It's very grand. Do you want to tell me what to say? Or should I just go for it? Well, I'll alert them with the sending stone first, and then we can proceed with the rest of the conversation. All right. After. All right. Um, Henry will head back upstairs to go grab the sending stone he put with the rest of his things, and return, hold it up. Hello. I've been approached directly by Magdala for an important matter regarding business. Hired someone to send more messages. We'll send those soon. All right. And for your part of the script, 
um, I suppose, next most important part is Magdala would like the railroad line between somewhere and Dawning in exchange for not charging me to go on the rail line and would like to... How many times per day can you send this? Three. Excellent. Okay. Negotiate with the both of you on the terms of a potential business deal and partnership between herself and you for the line. Open to discussion? Right. Takes the, the wire from her pocket. Narrows her eyes for a moment. Traces the shape of the wire over her palm. Greetings. It's Clara von Clapton speaking for Henry. Magdala would like to arrange a meeting in exchange for free passage from Summer and Donning. Your dear son would love to see you. She pauses. You see her sort of close her eyes. And she like sort of nods to herself. Uh, she traces the shape one more time for the third time. Yes, he will be. Thank you very much. A letter could arrive as well soon. We'll contact you tomorrow. She sort of shakes her head as the magic fades away. They certainly seem curious and perhaps willing to come pay you a visit. Oh, in somewhere. Yes. Right. Well, we're supposed to have to arrange for accommodations. Some of the casinos are because they have nice hotel rooms, don't they? She reaches over and puts a hand on your arm. I'm sure they'll be able to hand themselves. They have plenty of money, and that goes far here, so you don't have to worry about a thing. Well, I wouldn't put it so casually that I have nothing to worry about. There's definitely things to worry about. Thank you for doing this. I know it's, it's a lot to ask, and I'm honestly quite surprised you're going along with it. Well, I'm also in a bit of a tangle with it. I'm not sure if Virgil mentioned to you, but they did sort of threaten to blackmail me as well as negotiating the chain line, so I think it'd be easier to mitigate things, get it over with sooner rather than letting it fester. I also considering trying to convince you to do something earlier. Didn't work very well. I'm a little bit surprised and grateful. Well, you're welcome then, Kian. And curses. Vampirism is sort of a curse, isn't it? I don't know. It might depend on your mindset. Curses don't always necessarily have to be a negative thing. Peter yeah, just sort of shrugs. Sure, you could say it's a curse. Most do. I mean, I... Maybe it's not my place to speak on it, but if I could never have cheese and bread pairings again, well, I'd call that a curse for sure. You know, maybe you and Lachlan will get along more than I expected. Oh, is he a connoisseur of cheese and bread? Well, no. <laughs> right, of course, I'm sure he hasn't eaten some in a while. That might be a sore subject. I won't bring that one up. We won't mention it, actually. I can ask him about how deer tastes on the exceptionally rare side. 
God, please don't. <laughs> Simply trying Henry, to find dear, you know the preacher that you may have met in my room in Simone's Inn? She is Lachlan's. Oh my goodness, I've made such a gap. I did not realise that they were associated with one another. I completely... Um, well, we won't talk about food as a subject. If you can still have wine, we'll keep to that. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you for joining us here at Spare the Crying. You can follow our boys a little closer over at Spare the Crying Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, and at Spare the Crying on Twitter. The tunes for our tale were created by Marika Shans, and our intro by Ben McElroy. The official art was by our own Corey, who provides the voice of Virgil Flores. We'd love to hear from you all, so if you please, you can leave a rating and review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to our tale. Hope we meet again underneath my stars or yours.